Mark chapter 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent out two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and as soon as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, Why are you doing this? Tell him, The Lord needs it and will return it shortly. So they went and found the colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. They untied it, and some who were standing there asked, Why are you untying the colt? The disciples answered as Jesus had instructed them, and the people gave them permission. Then they led the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, and he sat on it. Many in the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut from the fields. The ones who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David! Hosanna in the highest! Then Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, when they had left Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if there was any fruit on it. But when he reached it, he found nothing on it except leaves, since it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat of your fruit again. And the disciples heard this statement. When they arrived in Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began to drive out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those selling doves, and he would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. Then Jesus began to teach them, and he declared, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers? When the chief priests and scribes heard this, they looked for a way to kill him, for they were afraid of him, because the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. And when evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. As they were walking back in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from its roots. Peter remembered it and said, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus said to them. Truly, I tell you, that if anyone says to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and has no doubt in his heart, but believes that it will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand to pray, if you hold anything against another, forgive it, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your trespasses as well. After their return to Jerusalem, Jesus was walking in the temple courts, and the chief priests, scribes, and elders came up to him. By what authority are you doing these things? they asked, and who gave you the authority to do them? I will ask you one question, Jesus replied. And if you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, was it from heaven or from men? Answer me. They deliberated among themselves what they should answer. If we say from heaven, he will ask, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, they were afraid of the people, for they all held that John truly was a prophet. So they answered, we do not know. And Jesus replied, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Chapter 12 
Then Jesus began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine vat, and built a watchtower. Then he rented it out to some tenants and went away on a journey. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect his share of the fruit of the vineyard. But they seized the servant, beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Then he sent them another servant, and they struck him over the head and treated him shamefully. He sent still another, and this one they killed. He sent many others, some they beat, and others they killed. Finally, having one beloved son, he sent him to them. They will respect my son, he said. But the tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they seized the son, killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and kill those tenants, and will give the vineyard to others. Have you never read this scripture? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. At this the leaders sought to arrest Jesus, for they knew that he had spoken this parable against them. But fearing the crowd, they left him and went away. Later they sent some of the Pharisees and Herodians to catch Jesus in his words. Teacher, they said, we know that you are honest and seek favor from no one. Indeed, you are impartial and teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or not? But Jesus saw through their hypocrisy and said, Why are you testing me? Bring me a denarius to inspect. So they brought it, and he asked them, Whose image is this, and whose inscription? Caesar's, they answered. Then Jesus told them, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. And they marveled at him. Then the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and questioned him. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man is to marry his brother's widow and raise up offspring for him. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married and died, leaving no children. Then the second one married the widow, but he also died and left no children. And the third one did likewise. In this way, none of the seven left any children, and last of all, the woman died. In the resurrection, then, whose wife will she be? For all seven were married to her. Jesus said to them, Aren't you mistaken, because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God? When the dead rise, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. Instead, they will be like the angels in heaven. But concerning the dead rising, have you not read about the burning bush in the book of Moses, how God told him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are badly mistaken. Now one of the scribes had come up and heard their debate. Noticing how well Jesus had answered them, he asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus replied, This is the most important. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Right, teacher, the scribe replied, you have stated correctly that God is one, and there is no other but him. 
and to love him with all your heart and with all your understanding and with all your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself, which is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that the man had answered wisely, he said, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared to question him any further. While Jesus was teaching in the temple courts, he asked, How can the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? Speaking by the Holy Spirit, David himself declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord, so how can he be David's son? And the large crowd listened to him with delight. In his teaching, Jesus also said, Watch out for the scribes. They like to walk around in long robes, to receive greetings in the marketplaces, and to have the chief seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They defraud widows of their houses, and for a show make lengthy prayers. These men will receive greater condemnation. As Jesus was sitting opposite the treasury, he watched the crowd putting money into it, and many rich people put in large amounts. Then one poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which amounted to a small fraction of a denarius. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, Truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more than all the others into the treasury, for they all contributed out of their surplus, but she, out of her poverty, has put in all she had to live on. Chapter 13 As Jesus was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, look at the magnificent stones and buildings. Do you see all these great buildings? Jesus replied. Not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. While Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to be fulfilled? Jesus began by telling them, See to it that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, claiming, I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. These things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places, as well as famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. So be on your guard. You will be delivered over to the councils and beaten in the synagogues. On my account, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all the nations. But when they arrest you and hand you over, do not worry beforehand what to say. Instead, speak whatever you are given at that time, for it will not be you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rise against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of my name, but the one who perseveres to the end will be saved. So when you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go back inside to retrieve anything from his house and let no one in the field return for his cloak. How miserable those days will be for pregnant and nursing mothers. Pray that this will not occur in the winter, 
for those will be days of tribulation unmatched from the beginning of God's creation until now, and never to be seen again. If the Lord had not cut short those days, nobody would be saved. But for the sake of the elect whom he has chosen, he has cut them short. At that time, if anyone says to you, Look, here's the Christ, or there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and wonders that will deceive even the elect, if that were possible. So be on your guard. I've told you everything in advance. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. At that time they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory, and he will send out the angels to gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its branches become tender and sprout leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things happening, know that he is near, right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on your guard and stay alert, for you do not know when the appointed time will come. It is like a man going on a journey who left his house, put each servant in charge of his own task, and instructed the doorkeeper to keep watch. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know when the master of the house will return, whether in the evening, at midnight, when the rooster crows, or in the morning. Otherwise he may arrive without notice and find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to everyone, keep watch. Chapter 14 Now the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread were two days away, and the chief priests and scribes were looking for a covert way to arrest Jesus and kill him. But not during the feast, they said, or there may be a riot among the people. While Jesus was in Bethany reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of expensive perfume made of pure nard. She broke open the jar and poured it on Jesus' head. Some of those present, however, expressed their indignation to one another. Why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for over 300 denarii and the money given to the poor, and they scolded her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful deed to me. The poor you will always have with you, and you can help them whenever you want, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could to anoint my body in advance of my burial. And truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached in all the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted to hear this, and they promised to give him money. So Judas began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when the Passover lamb was to be sacrificed, Jesus' disciples asked him, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? So he sent two of his disciples and told them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jug of water will meet you. Follow him, and whichever house he enters, Say to the owner, 
the teacher asked, Where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. So the disciples left and went into the city where they found everything as Jesus had described, and they prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus arrived with the twelve, and while they were reclining and eating, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, one of you who is eating with me will betray me. They began to be grieved and to ask him one after another, Surely not I. He answered, It is one of the twelve, the one who is dipping his hand into the bowl with me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. It would be better for him if he had not been born. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, spoke a blessing, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take it, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, and they all drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many. Truly, I tell you, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine, until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter declared, Even if all fall away, I never will. Truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, This very night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter kept insisting, Even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And all the others said the same thing. Then they came to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus told his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John, and began to be deeply troubled and distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is consumed with sorrow, to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour would pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, all things are possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Then Jesus returned and found them sleeping. Simon, are you asleep? he asked. Were you not able to keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not enter into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Again he went away and prayed, saying the same thing. And again Jesus returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. When Jesus returned the third time, he said, Are you still sleeping and resting? That is enough. The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. See, my betrayer is approaching. While Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, accompanied by a crowd armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests, scribes, and elders. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away securely. Going directly to Jesus, he said, Rabbi, and kissed him. Then the men seized Jesus and arrested him, and one of the bystanders drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. 
Jesus asked the crowd, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as you would an outlaw? Every day I was with you, teaching in the temple courts, and you did not arrest me. But this has happened, that the scriptures would be fulfilled. Then everyone deserted him and fled. One young man, who had been following Jesus, was wearing a linen cloth around his body. They caught hold of him, but he pulled free of the linen cloth and ran away naked. They led Jesus away to the high priest, and all the chief priests, elders, and scribes assembled. Peter followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he sat with the officers and warmed himself by the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they did not find any. For many bore false witness against Jesus, but their testimony was inconsistent. Then some men stood up and testified falsely against him. We heard him say, I will destroy this man-made temple, and in three days I will build another that is made without hands. But even their testimony was inconsistent. So the high priest stood up before them and questioned Jesus, Have you no answer? What are these men testifying against you? But Jesus remained silent and made no reply. Again the high priest questioned him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. At this the high priest tore his clothes and declared, Why do we need any more witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What is your verdict? And they all condemned him as deserving of death. Then some of them began to spit on him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists, and said to him, Prophesy! And the officers received him with slaps in his face. While Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the servant girls of the high priest came down and saw him warming himself there. She looked at Peter and said, You also were with Jesus the Nazarene. But he denied it. I do not know or even understand what you are talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway, and the rooster crowed. There the servant girl saw him and again said to those standing nearby, This man is one of them. But he denied it again. After a little while, those standing nearby said once more to Peter, Surely you are one of them, for you too are a Galilean. But he began to curse and swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. And immediately the rooster crowed a second time. Then Peter remembered the word that Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept.